time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. year starting off the new year happy new year everybody thank you for coming in uh christmas wow what a blur boy howdy halloween i cannot i don't even think we should talk about halloween and the, the tragedy that happened on halloween so I, I don't like where this is going i'm setting it up so that way if something does happen on halloween it'll be like a time travel to halloween i don't like the way this happens yeah because we did that like la- the beginning of last year no the two begin- years ago yeah, beginning, yeah two years ago we were like oh man talk about that you know, crazy New Year's, and it was like, it really did pop off. Yeah. By January 3rd, we were almost in the war with Iran. Anybody remember that? That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> There's, like, so happen. much that happens, like, every fucking day that it's just, like... Just There's a, so much. I've, I've actually, I, I've been thinking about it recently because I watched, so I've been, I put out the whole APB thing on Twitter where it was, like, scary movies, right? And it was mm-hmm. like, hey, send me your scary movie recommendations. And I also saw one on Twitter, or on TikTok that I was, uh, it was called the Poughkeepsie Tapes. Nobody should watch those. It's just a smut film. Uh, but it got me thinking because one of the points in the movie was like, they. Yeah, I don't understand your 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 why you're dogging smut films, dude. You're kink shaming. No, I'm not kink shaming. That's just abuse. It's straight up just abuse. Like it's different if it's like BDSM. I think I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not. I don't, I don't think know. you know what smut means. I don't. What does smut mean? Smut is just like a dirty dirty movie. Oh, I'm thinking of snuff. I'm thinking of a snuff film. That's what I'm thinking of. It's basically a snuff film. They're the same. Are they? Basically. I'm pretty sure the snuff feels not the same. It's like where it's like uh, dramatization of death during, you know, intercourse or whatever, which is like, again, I don't know how you, I'm not going to kink shame, whatever you get your rocks off to, I guess, but that's not it for me. Anyways, the point of this was that there was a point, point a spo- spoiler alert, if you were going to watch it, don't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but spoiler alert, there's the a point spoiler. where it's like, don't. Uh, they think that they found the killer, right? They think that they found him, and they end up uh, trying and and he had all this. They had all this evidence against him or whatever. He they he basically got framed for the murders, and it was a cop or whatever. And then he ended up getting executed. Okay. And the point of all this is that they didn't hear about it. Like nobody heard about it on the news. Again, this is all false or whatever. But it got me thinking. Uh, he didn't hear about the news because it happened on September 9th, two thousand and one. And so the story didn't come out. They they acquitted him on two thousand September 9th, two thousand and one. And a little crazy thing happened on September eleventh, yeah. two thousand one, which is funny because they were kind of everybody was talking about it. it was like kind of sounded like they were blaming nine eleven for like their his, his father not getting any publicity. And it was the first time I've kind of heard like somebody blame uh, the national tragedy that it is nine eleven for something. It kind of was a weird, but it, right. It got me thinking that. Think about all the times when, like, a national tragedy has happened and you haven't gone and looked at, like, the different stories that have also happened in that day. And it made me think about, like, what if there's things that have happened in the past that, like, say, for instance, on 9-11 where, like, that was such a headline that for, like, two to three weeks it was nothing about months. 9-11. Like, it was months. Yeah. As well. And it's, like, what, what all the other shit could have gone on during that time span? Like, there could have been, like, some other serial killer or there could have been, like... 
all these crazy headlines. It made me think. I was like, maybe I should go back and like delve into headlines or newspapers around the time of tragedies to see what other stuff we missed. And maybe there's like, I'm sure know. there's a lot. It'd be so cool. I think to find like a mystery. You brought you brought up serial killers and finding like they thought so and so did it. Uh, the news broke broke. I use that term loosely. The Zodiac killer. Yeah, dude. They apparently know who it is. All the jokes about it being Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. And... I mean, mainly because like Twitter is like trending. Was the serial killer the Zodiac killer was like trending on Twitter, and it was like Zodiac killer solved, and then right below it was Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. So there's been plenty of you know discussion about the Zodiac killer. They've made movies, you know, all this thing. He did all these killings in San Francisco, yada yada. If you don't, if you're not up to par with zodiac killer i'm, I'm not going to rehash it but it's a very interesting story but yeah. also interesting in the fact that the, we're morbid people here well the and place. the thing that made it i guess interesting is the fact that he got away and he would write these weird cryptic um letters to the police trying yeah. trying like basically trying to get caught and they couldn't figure it out so basically what has happened and you know again there's there's so many it's it's almost like the whole thing with Jimmy Hoffa is like, where's Jimmy Hoffa? And you ask anybody that used to be in, in, in the in the mafia, and they're like, well, I know a guy who was there who killed Jimmy Hoffa, and he's not where he's supposed to be. And it's one of those things where, like, you're never going to find him sort of thing. D.B. Cooper. It's like that kind of story yeah. where it's like people – it's always so fascinating whenever people get away with a crime mm -hmm. and they're never caught for years and years. And it's like there's something with that where everybody's trying to – What's crazy, them. though, is like especially now – it is so hard to get away with something. Oh, absolutely. Because we're in a surveillance state. I mean, that's one thing. But yeah. it's everybody has a phone, so it's not but, just like... It's not but just like forensics itself, it has exponentially yeah. gotten so much better. Like the the Golden State Killer. Like that yeah. just recently, like last year, the year before that. The only, the only reason that they caught him was because his like niece or, or cousin or something like that submitted her DNA to Ancestry. Yeah. And, and Ancestry and the FBI came to her and like, hey, we... We kind of suspect your uncle of doing some pretty like bad things. Can we just borrow some of your DNA? <laughs> and they were able to like trace his DNA back to the sites, the scenes of the crimes. Yeah. And so it's like, so that Jesus. that I'm okay with. The this is where uh, I you sent it to me, and I was like, it's I don't know. Call me a skeptic. Because yeah, first of all, it's from TMZ. Well, <laughs> so it's TMZ, <laughs> but basically. There was a team of more than 40 detectives, journalists, and military intelligence officers made up the so-called case breakers who believe that Gary Francis Post is the one responsible for, the, for, a, for a 1966 murder in the SoCal city of Riverside. The Zodiac Killer, of course, is connected to five murders in 1968-1969. Um, he thumbed his nose at authorities by sending riddles and codes and letters to the San Francisco Chronicle... Um, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So here's how, okay. So the question is, how did they determine? How did they do it, Alex? As for how the case breakers broke the case, the team reportedly, reportedly spent years digging through new forensic evidence and photos from post dark room. You say forensic evidence. Okay. But I would like to know a little bit more about what the forensic, other than just saying forensic evidence, what they, is they it? Found, they found like just loads and loads of his laundry and it was just like <laughs> semen crusted socks. The team apparently found a photo that featured scars on post's forehead that matched scars on the sketch of the Zodiac killer. Okay. So it we're still feels like a grasp. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. You know how many people have scars on their forehead? Yeah. There were also other clues. The team deciphered letters sent by the Zodiac that revealed that Post that Post was the killer. According to the team, there was one note where the letters of Post's full name were removed to reveal an alternate message. 
A former Army counterintelligence agent who worked on the team said, "You've so you've got to know Gary's full name in order for the decipher of these anagrams to make sense. I just don't think there's any other way anybody could have figured it out. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like... I want to know, first of all, what the alternate message was. And if it was something like... I eat potato soup or something like well, that. Well, my and they, and they had to grasp it straw. It's like okay, now you're just so like, they took his name, yeah, and you took out the letters of uh, in the in the me- original message, and it made a whole new message. Is what they're saying. Okay, so what is it? That's what I'm saying. Like release what the message was, and if it's like oh, I like smut porn or something. Unfor- unfortunately, like, okay, for well, I guess the- for the people that discovered he, the guy died in like a in like two thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, in like 2018, and was able to get away with it, and it's just like. I don't know, man. I, I'm not. Call me a skeptic. You know that's what fine. Needs to happen. Okay, no, it doesn't. I want full blown proof. Like here we yeah. go. We found these bodies. We found the collection of photos. All, all five, all six victims were in a in a box buried in the ground underneath and the Golden Gate he's Bridge. Got, he's got photographs with of his him, DNA. Like, his photographs of him like thumbs up. Exactly. The body yeah. Like, like that. yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even then, I'll still kind of be skeptical. It's like, did they Photoshop these? Or like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, man? but I mean, it's, that's a little bit more believable than. Well, this guy had a scar on his forehead. Think about how narcissistic killers are. Speaking of which, if I'm, if you're offended by that, please don't kill me. Uh, it's like they see the news they're like oh they're trying to get the credit to this guy and he's like no 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 and so next thing you know Zodiac Killer's back baby it and is a lot of narcissism because it's like with him especially him because sending the letters to the, to the yeah. cops and stuff like yeah I mean it's it, it's it, it's crazy it's kind of like Jack the Ripper was another one that no one ever knew who it was but that was also in like the fucking 1600s there have been so many videos on <laughs> the, who they suspect Jack yeah. the Ripper is I um speaking of Jack the Ripper, um I I made I sort of this I don't know I don't even know how to approach this I basically I didn't make fun of you last week oh, w- when it came you? to Panda Express, but I kind of didn't give you my full support saying that it was none of it was your fault. Oh okay, but I did say that it was your fault for waiting in the line, but I was one hundred percent behind you when I said that there should have been some sort of signage about the cash right. Yeah. So I don't think I was dogging you, right? I don't remember, man. I don't even. I, so, I assume. Yeah. Anyways, so last Wednesday was a fucking nightmare of a day. Yeah. And we took Zoe to soccer, and it was just one of those like you know, by the time we're done, it's gonna be like seven, seven fifteen. Let's just grab something on the way home to eat. Mm-hmm. I did not want. Like on the way home, you know, there's not there's like a Wendy's, there's a Central Park, there is a Taco Bell, there's a KFC, and there's a Pizza Hut, and like none of these sounded good, right? But I was like, I was like, whatever, you know what? I'll get some Taco Bell. So I make a mobile order as you do. Got it. Okay, you pull up. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Mine. No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's right. You went to the, the you went to the, uh-huh. the one that's closest to you is down for repair or remodel. So, and the, so you went to like across, across town for. No, no, this is on the way home. The way home. You know where the old, the old Shoney's used to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's you know, over there somewhere. Yes. Okay, okay, got it. So it's, it's literally, it's on the way home. Got it. So I make a mobile order and I get two of the chicken tacos Mm-hmm. Okay. Solid choice. Um, really good. I get really it. Try an order of cheesy fiesta potatoes. Again, solid choice. I get some cinnamon twist. Mm-hmm. And I believe I got a quesarito because it's on the app only. 
So we pull up and it's fucking 730. And in this time, Christina wanted, she wanted Pizza Hut. There's like a there's like a box that you can get where it gives you like a two pizzas and like oh, breadsticks and, and wings, right? Yeah, yeah, it's party box. Uh, whatever. So it was easy. Her and Zoe were gonna eat a pizza, breadsticks, wings. I did the party I, box, baby. So they order it. It'll be ready in twenty minutes. Got it. Okay. okay. So we get there and this line is just fucking almost to the road, but there's yeah. enough room for us. I see a dude inside. I was like, oh, okay. I'll just go inside. I'm not gonna wait out here. Doors locked. No, no, no. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, I walk inside and this fucking jabroni is sitting here and I got more on him later. Oh like, boy. Yeah. It's a story. I purposely. Oh, that's right. I, you didn't tell I me didn't about tell it. You so the I story. remember asking like, Hey, uh-huh. you know, so I'm sitting there and I, I, I shit, you know, what? I'm standing here. Christina, she like, she pulls in, she backs up and so she can see in the door. Dude walks up to me. He's like, yo, how'd you get in here? I'm like, he's like, the dining room's closed. I was like, doors unlocked. And so then he looks at another dude and it was just like, well, it's not supposed to be open. I said, okay, well, I just had a mobile order. If I can just pick that up. And he like, looks, he's like, there's no mobile order. And I was like, he's like, I'll get you in a minute. Uh, oh, okay. So, so I understand yeah, that they're so understaffed. Okay. I want to try to make this as, as, as sympathetic as possible. Yeah. Because Overwork, I didn't, no, no, no. Got I it. just mean in the situation. Because I did not have a good time. I would say not. I did not have a good time. <laughs> you weren't okay? too happy. All right. So you look, you can see the kitchen. You have one line, right? Yeah. Homie and a girl. And what I assume is the the line manager, shift manager, whoever. Yeah. He, they're over here. Everybody else is on this side taking the drive-thru orders and doing drive-thru food. Got it. Okay. So when I tell you that homie... That walks that's sitting in the dining room. I mean, you would hate this dude. The Maybe. fucking arrogance of this guy, the fucking aura of this dude. He's he's white, okay. Okay, all right. And he's in charge of a. I already hate him. No, he's in charge of a youth group. The motherfucker okay. comes in, orders sixty five tacos. Doesn't call ahead, comes through the drive-thru. Absolutely not. Tells them they want 65 tacos. On top of what, like a couple probably bean burritos. Fucking, we're sitting there and he's like, he's like, hey, do you think you can throw in like, you know, 15 or 16 packs of cinnamon twist? Yeah, if you go fuck yourself. And then, okay, okay then is this. And then he's like, can I have like a bag of sauce? You know, just some like hot and mild. Like it doesn't matter. Just like a bag. A bag. Jacob, a bag. And I, there is, sometimes you like to, you know, you, not you, just the general, you like to exaggerate to put some inflection on a story. Yeah. I am not exaggerating when I say, I, what did I say, 65? 60, 60 tacos. I think it's 165. Okay. This guy's a piece of 165. Shit. Yes, that's what it was. It was 165 Absolutely tacos. Absolutely not. 165 tacos at a Taco Bell at 730 at night. You can go fuck yourself, pal. I'm not done. You can go fuck yourself. So they're sitting there. The dude that was kind of like put off by me being in there. Mind you, I'm standing here. They had just started the order. Just started the order, Jacob. The 165 tacos? Just started it. Oh, my gosh. So I'm standing here. Fucking just like, is anyone going to take my goddamn order? It's mobile. Can you like maybe? Okay, so here's the thing. So then you've got the one guy. have it on a rack. So you've got the one guy. And he's, they're packing them up. They're packing them up. And then he's putting, he's putting them in boxes, cardboard boxes. 
right? Yeah. So the girl, this is where I get pissed off. This is where I really get angry. I understand you've got to make 165 tacos. I get it. Yeah. This is where I get aggravated because the girl that was helping him is standing there looking on her phone. Okay. While I'm waiting for someone to fucking make my food. Yeah. It's like that I've already at this point probably waited 15 minutes. Christina's starting. She's texting me. She's getting fucking mad as shit. Yeah. Zoe's fucking getting upset because she's hungry. So then I'm just like, I'll leave. And she's like, no, no, whatever, blah, blah. So then the guy's like, I'll get you in a minute. Okay. Packs all of his shit up, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then... I like how you stood there and watched them pack 165 tacos. You should have jumped back there and helped them. Fuck that. <laughs> I wanted my goddamn food, and I wanted to fucking leave, right? All right. So then... I just imagine sitting on the rack behind the guy, and he's just like... And the oh, fucking girl's your... not helping him. Yeah, that's like... Are you talking about the one that's in the kitchen with him, or the one that's like on the The one that was on her phone. Is she in the kitchen? She's standing there as okay. he's packing the then, shit yeah, in the cardboard I think box. definitely give him a hand if you're in the kitchen. Like, if you're so on then, the cash register... So then like the guy job. goes to pay, right? Yeah. He has a tax-free form. I'll kick you right in your teeth, bro. I'll kick you right in your teeth. I used to work at Hobby Lobby. People would come in with tax-free forms all the time. It's not just like easy to do. You literally, it's a pain in the ass because you have you have to make sure that everything's verified. It has you know signatures. You have to make sure you have the tax-free ID. You put it in there. So it takes twenty-two dollars off in taxes, right? Off his meal. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. So then he goes, he pays, whatever. And the guy's like, I'm real sorry, man. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't. And you like, can go fucking. You can go I fucking. I hope you, you get explosive diarrhea yeah. and I hope you have a parasite that eats your insides out, you piece of shit. Uh, like mean, the fucking yeah, arrogance of this guy, bro. Like no remorse for what he's done. But I have no issue with him. And I'm sure that workers had no issue with him being that many tacos. It's the fact that you fucking came at 730 at night through a goddamn drive through and expected everyone else to fucking drop what the fuck they're doing and do the shit for you because you think you're fucking better than everybody. That's where I have a problem. So, okay, quick aside, right? Yeah. Do you think I'm getting hot in the situation? Right? Say somebody rolls up to your restaurant. And they're like, hey, I want 165 tacos. I didn't call ahead. They, right. You just say, I mean, or if you're on the the other end of that, and you're like, hey, can I get a hundred? And somebody just says, no. Like, I, I, the no. response is like, I'm going to oh. say it's going to be a while. You, you come would, back in an I hour. What I would say is like, hey, we can't do that. But you can order 20 tacos and come around 88 times. <laughs> like, no, I would, I would say, I'll be, I, I would tell him, if I'm in charge, I'm like, come back in an hour. We're too busy right now. We're short-staffed. The motherfucker knows they're short-staffed. Yeah, like, it's just the worst. Like, especially like not calling ahead. If you have more than like twenty items, probably should call ahead. I uh, mean, maybe. But anyway, so then the guy fucking carry. He has all these boxes. Christina at this point is irate. Zoe is crying because she thinks she's not going to get any food. She's like, "We're not getting dinner tonight. I'm not going to eat." She's starving to death. Yeah, and Christina is <laughs> so Christina's sitting in the car with a fucking crying child. 100 percent would make me upset. Everyone's well. hangry. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it was a fucking nightmare, right? So, and then about the time, I was like, I'm going to fucking leave. He's like, I'm going to come right back and get your order. It's like, you don't even have to get my order, bro. I just have a mobile order. So then. Just look at the computer. So then he goes out there and the dude carries like one box and the fucking guy's carrying 12, 13 boxes worth of shit. Goes out here, helps him, comes back inside. And then he walks to the back. So I'm just standing here like, okay. Nice. What the fuck? Yeah. Finally comes up there. He's like, he's like, I don't see anything on the mobile order. So I pull it up. I, I have the app. I pull it up. I said, here it is. And he's like, well, I'll just look at it. He's, and so he starts making it, and he makes the wrong thing. It's like, whatever. He's like, you had two of these. I was like, no, I only had one. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Gives it, hands it to me, and we fucking leave. And, like, it's not an enjoyable ride home. 
Because I, I feel say, fucking guilty as shit. Yeah. We go through, you know, they she goes through the drive through gets Pizza Hut, whatever, we go home. It's why it's so hit or miss when you should do mobile orders. It's like, do you take the chance and do a mobile order and, and like, do this where you run into, like, nine, but ten cars? get deep. home, my food fucking sucks. Yeah. It's the worst Taco Bell I've probably ever had in my life. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, they just fucking, the dude was whatever. The dude left, like, literally left with me. He's like, I'm out. I'm leaving. <laughs> he was like, I quit. So then I'm we out. look we look on the mobile app and it still said it's set, they never charged us for it. So we canceled the order. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. And I don't like, feel like that's an experience you should have to pay for. I will never go to that Taco Bell. Like I'm I'm not above waiting. Like it's fine. But my problem stems from the people who are working there who act like I'm a fucking inconvenience because I came inside because your door was unlocked. Yeah. And this fucking jabroni orders a thousand tacos. That's just like the man that that is a pretty good representation of the Osborne curse. I think. I mean, honestly, like it was just, I was just like, so, and like oh gosh, the, the, the problem, and I, you know, I, I'm already gonna be mad, but I was already in like a, a fucking mellowed mood anyway because we unfortunately had to put one of our dogs down on Wednesday. Yeah, and we knew it was coming. Um. We, we, I had asked you on like, I was like, can we record on Tuesday? Cause like, I'm, I'm not going to be in the mood to record a podcast on a Wednesday, which good thing. Cause you know, it was fucking eight 45 by the time we got done eating. Yeah. You know, you would not have been in a good, mood. I wouldn't, I would not have been a fun All time around. and I would not, I just would not have been in the mood to do it, whatever. But like, yeah, I, I, I'm fine now. And I, we knew it was coming. It was sort of one of those things where. It was, I don't know how to explain it. So I had said to Christina, like on the previous Friday, I was like, cause we had planned on going out of town, right? We were, we went to Cincinnati and I was like, I don't think Roxy needs to go to the kennel anymore. And she was aware of Roxy getting older. I I'm home with her every day, you know, I work from home. So I'm home with her every day and I see the declining health. I see that she can't really get around She's not comfortable. Like I see yeah. all these things, but it's not, it is my dog. She's my dog, but it's not my dog. Right. I got you. Yeah. I it was Christina's saying. dog before she ever met me. Mm-hmm. So ultimately it's, it, it came down to her call. Right. And she knew she was going to have to do it, but it wasn't And it, like the strangest thing happened because it's like, once I said that aloud and then like Christina sees it, and it was just, it was like there was this like pressure, there were like relief that comes off of Roxy because like then she just kind of like plummeted in health. She literally, because you were going to come over. I was, I called you and Shelby and I was like, hey, can you guys come watch? You know, you may yeah. have to help Roxy. And it was literally in a span of like three days, like two days where it, it became to where she, she could not, she was immobile. She couldn't move. That's no way to live. Yeah, and she was like, she couldn't lay down without yeah. assistance. She couldn't get up. And it's like when you would lay her down, she would yelp because she was in pain. And it's like that's no way to live. And, like, that sucks, man, because, like, we're huge dog people. And I called the vet. And, like, I'm, 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 all this has kind of, like, a talking point, obviously. It's, it's going to de- – it's, it's very sad. And yeah. it's very depressing, right? And so I, I love my dogs more than I love most people. And so – I call the vet and I tell him, and you know, I'm like, I think, I think we're gonna have to put Roxy down. 
And I've had dogs my whole life. Mm-hmm. I have never had to deal with that part of it. That. I've never had to be the one to make the call. I've never been the one that had to do that. Either the dogs were just not home when I came home one day or they ran away or we gave them away to somebody because we got too busy. Yeah. I've never been at the end of a dog's life. Never. It's, and I've had dogs my whole life, which is weird. It's, I, and that's a th- I think that's a common experience too because I remember like in my life, it was always like they just went on a trip and they just never came back home or whatever. They got right. lost or something of that nature. And so I call Christina and I tell her and I, she's like, we need, she's like, I think we're going to do it Wednesday. Just tell them Wednesday. I'm in the mindset that we're going to do it when we come back from Cincinnati. Yeah. I was not prepared, I guess, for it being in two days. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, okay. I'll tell them. And so then it's, you know, Christina had been crying for days. She cried Friday. She cried Saturday. All day Sunday. As she should. I mean, I mean, it, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, completely. I'm just like, yeah. it's just part of the story, right? I got you. And so, like, you, you know, you get, you try to give her the best. You, it's weird when you know the end. Like, you know, it's almost like one of those questions where, not, not that I would ever want this to happen, but it's, it, it we'd rather you're they just pass away in the middle of the night. The sudden, the suddenness of it yeah. is less of a sh- is. It's more shocking, but I feel like it's easier to deal with than when you know the inevitable is coming. When you have a date set and you're like, okay, she's 48 hours to live. It is definitely, I would say, weird in a sense. I think it's harder. It's where it's like you had this de- this deadline, I guess. Uh, it's maybe not a great pun to make, but yeah. it wasn't no pun intended. Yeah, I got but you. Like this date fin- is very it, finite, yeah. very finite, very soon. And it's like... Uh, you know, and it kind of reevaluates, not reevaluates your relationship, but it's just kind of like, okay, you go, I went into full on caretaker mode. I was, I would, I would, I would just did, I did whatever and anything that I needed to do for Roxy. Not that I didn't do that before, but it became like, yeah. this is not your fault, Roxy. It's not your fault. Like, it's not, you know, whatever. Life, and so. Yeah. Like we gave her, you know, uh, we gave her some doggy ice cream. We got her two cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Like we gave her just all of these, and we gave her some chocolate because you know every dog should have to try chocolate before. Right. And so like Damn, I'm starting bro, to get a little choked up because it's fair. very emotional. And like I, I, I honestly got super emotional whenever you, like Christina sent us that Snapchat of you guys giving her the cheeseburger. I don't even think about it right now because yeah, it was just like be man. it was the most energy that Roxy had exerted in months she fucking loved those cheeseburgers yeah i mean like loved them because she had been hit or miss about eating her food just because she just wasn't in the mood yeah but those fucking cheeseburgers like were like a beacon of hope for her and like we just kind of just gave her all the junk food we gave her whatever she wanted dude oh man i'm getting like yeah unprocessed so, grief right now because i just remember like my my mother whenever she was or not my mother but like my grandfather who passed away like recently or whatever and how like it was along the lines of this situation where they just knew, like you took them off of dialysis and like everybody knows like, Hey, mm-hmm. you don't have very long. And they know, cause it's like, it's very easy to put off death to begin with. I don't know. It's, it's a, we'll get to that. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get there. What? So <laughs> grab a towel. While you finish up your story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jacob spilled his water. Apologies. Everywhere. Okay. I apologize. It only took us 
118 episodes I've to like stop it. an episode and then it's have the to like continue. Time. I'm in the corner over so, here and I have it sitting down by my foot. Literally told him before we don't, started, yeah. don't fucking spill this. Yeah. And of course he fucking spilled it. Anyways, so she gets the cheeseburgers. She gets the cheeseburgers and it's it's something, you know, we 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 put off the thought of death even though we know both in in having dogs and pets and cats and and everything else and people it's inevitable. You cannot escape it. Like mm. it is going to happen and it fucking blows my mind that we don't think about it every fucking waking moment because we'd go crazy, right? So I you know, I'm I'm I, I've I've said it. I have this weird like when trips come up, I don't get I don't get excited until like the day before. Yeah, right. Yeah. I am very much a I don't get fucking high like even like video games, like I don't get excited until like it's really close. Like, oh it's gone gold, it's here. Movies, oh it's you know, two years out. Hey, look, it looks cool, but like I don't get like excited. Until you have it right in front of you. I don't, same thing with trips. Like, Christina's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And it's like eight months away. Because it'll drive you <laughs> fucking insane, right? I'm not I'm not built that way. Some people are super built that way. Whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. I, but same thing with, I guess, when bad shit happens. It does not seem to affect me until it's there. Because I am, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm super fucking tough guy stoic. You're a big man over here. I, no, and I'm not trying to be that way. It's literally like, I know it's coming. But I don't, maybe it doesn't register to me. Maybe it does. Maybe it's, maybe there is the, the, the nurturing part of me where Christina is upset. Zoe sees that she's upset. Zoe is upset. Zoe you has. You got to be a caretaker. You know? And so I got to, I got to put on this, this, yeah. this, this foreboding wall. Like, yeah, like I've got to be the, the reason I've got to be the, the, the clear thinker. Like maybe you can't that, have three people breaking down at the same time. Right, somebody's got to have yeah, you know, be there. So it's just like grieve, cry, what do whatever you want. Like I'm not telling you not to do those things. It's just like I in my in my mind, I feel like someone's got to do that, anyways. And so like Zo- and Zoe's so sweet too. Like she has anytime she has a a, a penguin, right? A PD. Mm-hmm. It's been with her her entire life. She's had this PD. We've had to replace it a couple times just because like kids get attached to a thing right yeah and that's the thing that she's always had since she was a fucking baby is this this pd the penguin and when she gets upset she oh my beanie when she's tired she takes pd's little fin and like rubs her eyes ah, bro, just god man. fucking sweet right so she sees that like that's probably the first time that she's really seen her mother cry like yeah and this and roxy's still here and so she's like, you know, I she brought her Petey because she's like, when I'm upset, Petey makes me feel better. Like oh just God, man. fucking sweet shit, man. Dude. Just like, and so such a sweetheart. And like the thing, and we, we, you're never prepared for this conversation. I mean, all of our parents have had it with us. We mm-hmm. learn, we all learn about death. We all know about it. But have you ever tried to does does Quinn know about it? Have like, you tried to explain so, death? To your child, they haven't explained death, but it's like one of those things where you like you let your kid play video games and they and they shoot somebody and they die or whatever. It's like oh they're dead, so he knows about like dying and stuff like that. But, but he doesn't understand. He doesn't have the. the he's term never had it happen to him that. personally. Yeah, it's not no. It's, like have it, have it, has he? No, I mean he had. We've talked to him about it as far as uh, Shelby's mama who passed away before he was born or whatever. And you know she's like so really he's attached. Ne- and he, she's, he's so you've pictures. never had to go to any funerals with him. Um. 
I don't think so. I don't. Do I've been to a couple funerals since Zoe's been born, or at least one or two. But she, she obviously. But she like didn't, we had she a conversation go. where like, oh well, she's not here anymore, and like he's like, well, why? And you're like, well, she died. You know, it's. Like, and that was the thing with Zoe. She didn't understand the concept, and it's just like, well, we're not religious people, so obviously we're not going to be like, and you know, and we've had this conversation too, where someone's asked me, well, I know you're not religious, but what if Zoe wants to be religious when she gets older? I'm like, well, that if she's educated and that's what she wants to do, then that's fine. Absolutely. But as, as of right now, I'm not, I'm not into it. I don't yeah. want her to be, I want her to think, Ex- I want her, I, I, oh and God, I'm not going to get so, into it, but it's like, that's my choice to make for her. Christina agrees with my choice. And if it comes down and she wants to, and she gets curious and she wants to go by okay, all means, by all means. But it, so because we don't, you know, how do you explain what happens? And I guess the irony is, is I, if I don't know what happens when I die, then how, what am I supposed to tell my child? So, you know, that's the thing is I've been thinking about too, as far as like, how do you explain it to somebody if you're not religious and don't have that, like the, the way to back it up where it's like, Oh, they go to heaven or like, Oh, they're going to spend eternity being reincarnated. The the easiest thing is that you just don't live anymore. You you don't exist. You, they're like, what, what, what happens when you die? Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody truly knows what happens when you die. And so it's like, I would leave it at that where it's like, I don't know. It could be another journey. It could be nothing. It could be, it could be something else. You could be worm food. You could become one of the earth. But so then trying to explain, for a four-year-old to like try to compute that, you know, it's like, we're like, well, she's not going to be here anymore. And then she's like, well, where is she going? And it's like, she's not going to be alive anymore. Well, I don't like, what does that mean? And so like, it's a very hard, it's the hardest conversation I've had to have with my child so far. Cause I'm, I'm very open. Like you ask me anything, she asked me anything. I'm going to, I'll tell her the best of my knowledge. Yeah. And it's just not a conversation. Cause like there is, there is, an argument to be like, well, you know, you kind of keep that stuff hidden away from them for a while. It's kind of like there is there is innocence there that you don't want to you don't want to break. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it. They don't like if I was to know have known about death at like four or five years old, having the anxiety that I do, like, right. I don't even I'll be able to function. It's like right. where you constantly I mean, even as a kid, I was always worried about my house burning down in the middle of the, <laughs> the middle of the night and stuff. So it's like. It's it is one of those things where you want to like maintain that innocence. You don't want to like have them worried about like well every second of the day I could die. I just probably possibly fall over dead or right. get hit by a car right. or get kidnapped or you know yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like you, you can't. You'd be a fucking that. mess, bro. You'd be a, you'd you'd be in an insane asylum because you'd yeah. go insane. Or you'd just be in your house all the time, twenty four seven. You don't leave. <laughs> you need, but even that'll kill you. So it's like yeah, all the asbestos in the walls. I don't know what's going on. You know, it's like <laughs> oh man. So then the day comes and we're like they they all slept. I, I slept in, in the bed in my, in like the normal bed, but Zoe and Christina slept downstairs because for the, for the last two years, at least base, basically when we got new carpet upstairs, Roxy was not allowed upstairs anymore. She couldn't really walk up the stairs. Yeah. She, you know, she had arthritis and stuff, but she, ever since she was a puppy, she used to leak and like she was, she was spayed too early. So they, like so her body was still flushing out and going through the heat cycle but mm-hmm. it was just like liquid that's disgusting but it I mean, is i get it yeah but it was something you kind of just dealt with right yeah and as she got older it got worse and it was just like the you know it, it was it, we, she just leaked that's the only thing we could say we, she just leaked yeah. she's always had really bad skin she had mange when she was like a puppy 
product of a puppy mill, whatever. Like she was rescued at eight weeks old. Christina got her when she was whatever. So like you have all, all of these, these things or whatever. And so basically Roxy, Roxy has lived downstairs. I mean, we sleep downstairs. Yeah. And, but we spend a lot of time in the afternoons upstairs and cause we have a living room upstairs, we have a living room downstairs and she spent the majority of the last two to three years of her life downstairs in front of the, she loves dog beds and, but she likes very specific dog beds that are, that have edges, not the flat ones, the ones that are, the, yeah. you know, that have the edges so that to crawl into. Yes. And that's, she's always liked those ever since she was a puppy and she's, you know, Roxy, she was long and gangly. So like yeah. her feet would stick out. She just loved it. And so she would lay like all like 80% of the time she's laying in front of the fireplace downstairs. And so, you know, they all slept downstairs and then, you know, we tell Zoe, you know, tell her bye. She's not going to be here when you get home, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Christina's like a mess, just a mess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, understandably. Yeah. And I'm like, I, the closer it gets, the more I'm like, Oh, like this is, this is going to be a thing. Like, again, I've never been in a room when a dog is being euthanized. Yeah. It's, and it's not, no matter how fucking tough you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something you're prepared for. And, and I can only imagine what it would be like if it was like somebody you like, you like, like a person. Cause yeah. I mean, it's a dog, but it's, it's, it's our dog. Because again, it, it was, it was a part of our relationship. You looking for water you don't have? Yeah. <laughs> it's easier for me not to get choked up when I have the water, but then I went and spilled it all. So it's I, it's a part of my relationship with Christina that is no longer going to exist because I've been with, with Christina. It'll be 11 years in December. She's Roxy was 13, going to be 13. So she's 12. So she had her before she ever met me. So it kind of, and it was like one of those things like Roxy was the catalyst for what, for literally the relationship that I have. Roxy is the reason I have my family in a weird way, because I used to work at Petco and Christina, well documented, she had a crush on me. She liked me. So that was cute. Yeah. She found out where I worked. She found out I was a dog person. So she would use Roxy as bait, bring Roxy in. Roxy was a nightmare. Let me just tell you, like, <laughs> I, I, I love that dog to death, but she was a nightmare when she was like two years old. She used to steal mail. She would like, she would use her pulse. She would eat mail. She would go behind the couch and chew shit. Like, you know what yeah. dogs do, but you know, there's the infamous story about the condom and, and yeah, all that stuff. Disgusting. Story, yeah. Right. But, but she used to, and like when we would have to clip her nails, it took three people in a muzzle to do her nails. Good Lord. Cause she thought you were going to murder her. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. And as time went on, it became two people, it became one person, it became just me, me, no muzzle, to the point to where I did it and she didn't fucking care. Yeah. Right? She I was not going to like rip her paw off or anything like that. Well, yeah. she also trusted me. The fucking dog loved the shit out of me. And so it she would bring the, she would bring Roxy in to get bathed and to get her fingernails or to get her paws trimmed and stuff like that. So it's like I, I, I was I started to think back about what would where would we be if she didn't have Roxy? Because she wouldn't she could have still come to work. Yeah. But it was a reason for her. Like she wasn't just coming and loitering. She was she was paying a service. You might have thought she was like a stalker. She was like providing that. me yeah. with a, a a job. I mean yeah. you know, and so like 
again, the catalyst literally for the, our entire relationship. Yeah. So then like you fucking, you go in and you call and it's just like, you could, it is, it, 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 it was, I don't know, man. It, it, just like, like you get flooded with emotions and you're trying to be, you know, you're wearing a fucking mask and it's hot as shit inside. <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, you go in and they kind of explain the process. So like, well, you, we're going to do this and, you know, we're going to, we're going to give her this sedative and it's going to, you know, calm her down. And, and it's just like, okay. And like, let us know, like when it kicks in and like, she just fucking, she like, she didn't even like flinch when they put it in. And like, Christina's behind her. I'm trying. I'm very. I'm trying very hard I not to you. get like choked up. But like yeah. Christina's behind her, and you know we're, we're petting her, we're loving on her, we're doing all these things, and it's it, like it, it, it was time. Yeah, it was time. And then like once they they put the thing in, and like Roxy lets out this big like gasp, and then like she she was gone just like that. I mean she was ready to go, like because yeah. they said it will take sometimes can take up to a minute, but I mean it was five seconds. Dude, she was out. She was done. So I was like. It's been fun. And then just, and yeah. that was just like, oh, okay. And so, like, you're sitting there and, like, you know, you're, it's getting like, yeah, don't tear up, please. No, I'm like, saying you're I'm like, very close to the edge. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're, I'm in there and I'm like, I'm like tearing up and she's, she's a wreck. And I'm trying, I'm trying my damn composure. Yeah. I'm trying my damn just to hold it together. And then, like, we go home and, like, she's, you know, she's crying. And I'm, again, it's just like, I'm, I'm trying very, I mean, I, I teared up and like, you know, I had tears running down and stuff, but like, I wasn't like bawling, like, yeah. you know, cause I, I'm, I'm trying, but I don't like, process emotions that way. Yeah. Like my body literally fights crying. Like, and, and, and I thought about this cause we had, I'd had that conversation like weeks yeah. ago. Like, like I was literally like my body was like, bro, you can cry. But my, like, I've been there too. Where it's my like, chest you, is like, you want to cry because you know, you should be crying, but your body's like, I mean, you my can chest do it. Was, hurting yeah my throat always does that Hurt. whatever like i want to cry tightens but i can't up. cry it ties up so bad and like yeah. it's just it's hurting so like we sat in the parking lot for like 10 minutes just like just like what what do you do what do you say like you know you're fucking mood like the day is ruined there's nothing you can say there's in that day, situation when it's like it gonna make this any better so it's just like you dude. know we kept reassuring you know she kept reassuring not that she had to but she kept reassuring herself that you know you know, it was the right thing to do. We yeah, needed to do it. And it was, it was, it was just, it sucks that it, it fucking blows when you have, when you have to make the right decision Yeah, and it is at the expense of a living creature's life. Right. And it's not, and it, it's and it not, is it's, a family member. It's almost hard. It's almost harder. Cause it's like, you don't have that confirmation. Like yeah. they're on board with it. Like, no, yeah. like, yeah, my life sucks. Or yeah, like, it's oh, not yeah, like, I'm just it's not like they can say, yeah, man, I'm ready to go. Like, you know, yeah. you, some, you know, there's still a lot of old people like, like you know, if I have to live off a machine, that just was, let I me mean, go. That was my grandfather. Like when he yeah. got to the end, like he was having to go to dialysis. And there, after a while, it was like he had to be hooked up to the machine. He was just like, at one point, he was like, "I can't, I can't do this anymore." You know, it's like I, I yeah. can't, keep, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Whether it's one year, you know, Will a couple live, of months, man. and it's like innocent. And that was a that was a big thing where it's just like you have this date, and it's like, oh man, and everybody knows like it's gonna happen, you know. And it just <sighs> so then we like we we, you know, we fucking come home and. Uh, you don't, you don't want, you don't feel like eating, right? It's lunchtime, whatever. And then it was just like it did not hit me until I walked in the door, and there's her bed, and she's not in it, and I fucking lost it. I was a wreck. Like I, I was, I was just a wreck, man. Like I couldn't focus, I couldn't do anything, and I was like, I can't. I told Chris, I was, like, I can't be down here. Like it just, it fucking like broke my heart to know that. Literally, I mean, she didn't do a lot. Again, she was old, yeah. but literally the house felt empty. We still have Winston. 
and like he's you can I'm just saying he walked up to you and was like, Hey guys, how's it going? What's up? You know? Like, I think he knows now. Cause it's been a while. He, yeah. he was not affected one iota that day. I think you could tell we were sad, but I don't think he realized, okay, the dog that I've been with my entire life. Literally we got we got Winston when he was a puppy. I think let's see, about a year after I started dating Christina. Literally a year. Yeah. No, no, it's longer than a year because he was born on December 9th. Christine and I have been together since December 6th, and we got him on April Fool's Day the following year, so we've been together a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so since he was a puppy, he has been inseparable from this dog, from Roxy. And so I think he knows now. I think he's like – and then like – so I was like, I, I, I fucking started I, – you know, we, we got up all the blankets. We got up all the dog beds. We moved the dog bowls, you know, and it's just like – it was an adjustment because every night when I would come downstairs, I would I would get, get Roxy and let's go outside and like I don't do that anymore. I don't you know you don't have every time I would walk down the stairs Roxy would just even this is like you know six seven months ago when I would anytime I would come downstairs from being up here she'd get up yeah it's like that doesn't happen anymore and then it's like well how like I, I'm fine now like it, it sucks we got an urn and. You know, it's very, it's a very classy urn. You can like, you know, and so it's like, at, you know, then the discussion is, well, when do you get another dog? Because theoretically, we always want to have two dogs. Yeah. I mean, you've watched Winston. He's, I don't even know if you call him a dog. Like, he's yeah, so chill, he man. Just, he wouldn't even listen to me. You watched him, which thank you, by the way. <laughs> no, no problem. We went to, you know, and it was, Christina had explained it. She's like, I think we, you know, she reason she picked Wednesday. She's like, we're going out of town. And I think we just need to get away. And it's like kind of like the universe sort of aligned it, aligned where like we're going to be gone. We don't have to be here in this empty house. So, okay, whatever. So then like it's man, like I, I, I didn't want all I fucking wanted was to go to Cincinnati oh, okay. and watch my goddamn stupid fucking football team win in oh, person. Okay. Well, we've yeah. And they fucking didn't. Right. So, you know, I met up with a bunch of people that I know, you know, shout out Ian, shout out Brian. Um, Indiana in. And so, you know, on the way, great in those shirts, by the way, uh, on the way up there, like just like a lot of weird shit happened. And it kind of, it was like, it was like, just like odd things. Like we left, fuck, we left 45 minutes ahead of schedule. We still lost an hour because of traffic. I am in the left lane there. I'm not, I don't, I wasn't, I was zoned out, whatever. There's a fucking state trooper sitting right here. Oh God dang. And, Christine's like, are you not going to slow down? And I was like, I'm going 75. It was 70. Any other fucking day of my life, I'd have been going 85, 90 miles per hour. But I was not. I was just, I was just going. I was just. I, go- thought, I thought this was going to be a bad story where like he pulled no, you over. And I didn't. Like, any fucking other day, odd stuff like that happened. Like the, yeah. the really bad traffic. Anytime we've ever went to like Lexington or Cincinnati, the traffic has been. It feels like the traffic fine. slowed you down to the point where it's like, okay, I'm just going to But uh, at this point, it was like, it, the worst part about the traffic is there was no goddamn fucking reason for it. Oh, it's but then, worse. bro, what what redeemed a lot of that, though, on the way up there was there was this bitch. Okay, if you if there's a sign that says three miles, right lane ends, how 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 long? I get over immediately. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like, That's pretty I get, much. I get over immediately because I'm not one of those pieces of trash who goes all the way to the very end of it and tries to merge at the last second. I don't. I mean, if you do all that person, I'm sorry for calling you a piece of trash. No, you're a piece off, of shit. But uh, yeah, don't do that. Because here's the thing. Here's the here's the thought process. Other than being rude as shit, 
you motherfucker, you got to wait in this goddamn shithole line like the rest of us. You're no fucking better than I am, and you're no better than the person in front or behind me. You got to wait like the fucking rest of us, right? Yeah. Like, you're not better than me. That's the thing I can't stand about people who try and do that whenever it's construction work. And you try and go to the very end. There's already traffic, and you're trying to go all the way up to the front and jump into the side. Like, no, 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 no. We've all been sitting in line. Like, who do you fucking think you are, exactly. you piece of shit? So, anyways, this girl. You're that cut- guy ordering 165 tacos yeah, right? at Taco Bell. So, then this girl cuts me off. Right, she cuts me off, and I'm like, okay, whatever. We got a mile, two miles, whatever. So she's she's fucking doing this bobbing, weaving shit, like in the lane, like I mean, you always hope they get pulled over. And I mean, I'm like, no, that's a tragic. And like, so. you're annoyed. I understand you're annoyed. I'm not gonna t- stand here and tell tell you that I have not done the same thing before. But again, I'm in this fucking, I'm in this mood. I'm in this this what this funk, whatever you want to call it. I, I was like, whatever. You do it, whatever, you know, like, yeah, she would have cut me off. Normally I'd be like, you fucking bitch. And at this point you're but just like, whatever. Man. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, you dude. bitch. Like it was no, like, <laughs> like it was just like, she turns around. She's like, really? And that's all you're going to give me? Like there's no enthusiasm behind that at <laughs> and all. And so like, then she fucking gets tired of waiting with doing her little Bobby thing. And she fucking goes and she gets in it knowing that like, we're going to go down. So it was like a, less than a mile when she decides she's going to do this. So she's in the right lane the whole way down. And we get to a point in the road where they are way, I mean, they're way down here, but like we're on a hill and we can see it and we're getting closer. And you see that the traffic's merging and that you're going to have to. And merge. so you start seeing the, the, the cones. Oh, yeah. Bro, I don't know who this guy was, but I wish I would have met him and I would have fucking bought him a beer because he literally cuts her off. He gets into the little, in the middle oh, median yeah. and he is not letting her over oh, to yeah. the point to where she's going to run into the cones. Oh, would yeah. not let her over and oh my god it fucking made me so yeah, happy a little bit a little bit of karma oh my god man that's the greatest oh it was fucking it, we, were, we were like christina were like celebrating in the car like you fuck yes her, you're like flipping her oh my god off, i wanted yeah. to catch up to her but we never caught up to her so anyways we get up there and like we check in and i i'm not worried about time christina is She's worry wart. I mean, gotta she's have a like, schedule. I get she's it. like, I've got to work. I've got to shower. We've got to eat. We're not gonna make it. I'm like, we will have plenty of time. We got there at four thirty. The game was at eight thirty. We were fine. I don't know. I mean, and then she's she early. she knows how she is, and she yeah. gets there, and after she took a shower, she's like, I knew we would have enough time. Yeah, <laughs> like she knew. So, anyways, then you know, she has to make sure you're in high gear, so that way you get going. You don't slack off. You like, you got to get going. Yeah, I just I just go with the flow. So, anyways, we get there, and then Ian gets there. I have to go downstairs and to the car to get something I left and I see Ian in the parking lot. So then he goes and he checks in and nice. we go upstairs, you know, I'm like, Hey, and he's like, Hey, I'm going to go take a nap. Hey, how are you? How are you now? Yeah. Hey, how are you now? You're not so bad. So he's like, Hey, we're going to go take a nap. I'll holler at you when we go leave. <laughs> um, he's like, we'll head over. So this lady, this is where it all starts to go downhill. Yeah. A little okay. bit. This is where the signs where it was like, things are too good. Right. But then you get this little token where it's like, when we were there, when I was deathly sick in like May, right? We yeah. stayed at the same hotel. Same lady was there. Same front front desk lady was there. She's like, oh, I, you, know, hey, you feeling better? Yeah. Well, she didn't know we were sick, but she was like, hey, you're the Jaguars fans. You're for the game. You know, whatever. And so I was like, so when does the, when does the shuttle run to the stadium? Oh, no. Because we were, she, I was told specifically, she's like, we don't have one. I say, come again. Excuse me. She's like, no, we used to have one, but after COVID, it shut down. And I'm like, wouldn't you have known that last year? 
she said she didn't start working there till like after the season, so she wouldn't have known. But she was aware that they used to do it, but they don't anymore. But then who told you that they did it? She did. Oh, okay. Because this she had started before the season. This was in May. She she wasn't a, around last season, so she didn't know. Okay, gotcha. But also, a lot of people didn't let fans in last season anyway, so it didn't matter. Got it. So anyway, so I was told that you could take a shuttle to the stadium and back, and I was because I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting in this traffic. I am not parking. I I would rather walk. All right. It's not too bad of a walk. We get we. Um, Ian's wife had gotten us reservations at this place. I forget what it's called. <laughs> and so we walk and it's, you know, a mile or two. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And it's like the, the Cincinnati the red, the Cincinnati red stadium is here. It's literally across the street. And then we just walked like three blocks to the Bengals stadium. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. And it's Not like bad. a mile. I think we, we tracked it. It was like a mile walking is what it was. Not bad at all. So it's whatever. So then, then it happens where Ian texts me and he's like, "Bro, we got bed bugs." I say, "What no, the fuck, man?" He's like, "You better check your 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 thing." And I'm like, "Oh, like we suggested this hotel." So then you're just like, "Oh my okay. god, like, this never happened, man." This never I was like, happened. "Well, it was fine last time," and I was like, "I checked, we're fine." And so they end up getting a new room. They were they were on the third floor. They end up getting a new room across from us, literally on the sixth floor, right across okay, the hall. Okay, stars aligning again. It's almost it's like such a weird <laughs> cat and mouse game. It's like it's like they're trying. It's like almost like good luck and bad luck are fine. When I at said this that like yeah. odd things were happening, so then we go and we go to we go to this restaurant and they are checking IDs to get in. I don't, I don't like to that. To get in, you, like, and they're not just checking IDs. You're taking your driver's license out. And you're handing it to this dude. This dude was menacing. He was a big black man. I mean, he was like six foot eight. I swear to God, he was huge. Man. Okay, all right. Like, cool dude. He's a bouncer. It sounds like it's fucking cool dude. But like, <laughs> he was he was very menacing. Like, Christina, he asked, he asked Christina, you're not gonna be like, I don't want to give you my. Christina's idea. a tall girl. Like, she's tall, yeah. right? For a girl. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She I, looked I wanna, short yes. compared to this dude. Ian's a tall dude. Ian's a Ian lot was, taller than you think. I, I did not. He was no. Ian was like tall. at this yeah. dude's chest. That's how tall this guy was. He's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank so you. they ask him for IDs, and I'm like, where are you bringing us? Like, I don't yeah, ever have to show my ID. Straight up, like, <laughs> they took you to a club. It's a titty bar. And so we hand him the IDs, and they, they're not looking at your IDs. They're fucking putting it in a scanner, right? Yeah, they know who's there and who's, like, hanging out. <laughs> and so... It might be like a game day precaution. No, no, no. To know anybody around that? I'll tell I mean, you. I'll tell you why. Okay, got it. So, I th- they go in in front. I'm the last one in. Christina's in front of me, hands it to him, and she's. I heard, and so did everyone else that we were with. So Ian's there. He hears it, and April hears it, and it's like, Christina says, "What do you need that gun for?" Oh no. <laughs> How about we don't ask that? And he's like, he kind of like looks at, he's like, why is this white girl asking me why I need this gun? And he's like, for protection? And she was like, okay. <laughs> and you got to understand, Christina never asked these sort of questions. That's not what she asked him. That's not what she asked him at all. She asked him, what is that for? Like, why do we have to give it to you? And why do you have to scan it? Because literally they scan it. They look at you and it t- like it's reading whether or not it's a fake ID, whether or not you're on a fucking wanted list. It's all this shit, bro. And like, so we're bamboozled. I'm like, why did you ask him why you wanted, why you carried that a gun? And so she's like, weird. she's like, I didn't ask him that. I didn't ask him that. She's freaking out and like, oh my god, I have to go talk to him. I have to tell him that's not what I said. And so then we sat down 
And then so she asked the waitress, and the waitress is like, "Uh, it's like for protection to like in case because like whatever." She asked the waitress, "Like why ask the gun too?" <laughs> that like, would have been hilarious. She said, "Why do you check the IDs? Why do you have that device?" Because I think that place was called the bank. Like this area was called the bank. So basically, if one person is like a fucking nefarious villain and is gets kicked out of one place, you get put on this list. And that way you want, you're not allowed at any of these places. That's so good. Right. That's great. Yeah. Right. And so like, if you get kicked out of this bar because you fucking have COVID or whatever. Yeah. You made a scene. Yeah. You made a scene and you get, so that's what it was blacklisted as you should. So for protection. And it's also the thing can tell whether or not it's a fake ID. So I wonder if he did hear her question and just, I'll get to that. Okay. All right. So then she keep jumping ahead. No, 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 it's fine. So then she asked him, or she asks, and she says, well, it's for, prote- for protection, and she explains it. And they're like, we're like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, she's like, I've got to go. I've got to go find this the guy when we leave. i got to tell him that's not what I was asking him for. Because <laughs> then he's, again, he's probably like, why, why is this white girl asking me? Well, I need a gun or whatever. Yeah. And so she. Uh, Where does she get off asking me about my <laughs> so gun? So I, I know Christina's thinking about it the entire time we're eating. That, so we are on the same level. <laughs> I completely understand, Christina, if you're listening right now. I 100%. I would be regretting it every second like, she was oh man she's thinking like oh my god this guy you know whatever i'm in a city Which is, it's weird because most likely he doesn't even he doesn't even care he he, he remembered okay okay <laughs> so right. it's better to think that he doesn't our even food care. was our food was pretty good they give you they had uh chicken tenders but they brought him out with like <laughs> chop no like Listen, okay, bro. I got you. Dude. I know, bro. I think it's funny. The food was, was very that. expensive, but we ended up getting half price appetizers. But it was enough food. It was plenty of food. But the the presentation was ten out of ten on these because it comes in it's like called the bank. So I kind of hope. No, so. the, no, that's the area was called the bank. Oh, okay. this was called Casa something. It was in the bank. So it was I in the bank. That it was good. Hence, it's right across from the Cincinnati Red Stadium. Literally, I could spit on the stadium. That's how close it was. So, anyways, we're leaving. We're fixing to go. We're fixing to walk down. It's getting dark. It's almost game time. And so we find the guy when we leave. She's like, "Were you the guy?" And he and he's like, "Checking IDs for you and stuff." And he and she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I didn't, I don't, I didn't ask you why you had a gun." He goes, "I know." <laughs> so so she, like, she, he heard him. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he I heard her he, correctly. I bet he heard her right, and he, she was. He was just like, "But it's for protection," because I bet he gets that question a hundred times he, a day. The, the problem was, is when he answered it, he was just like. For, for protection. Like, it wasn't just, like, for protection. It wasn't like he had answered the question before. It was like he was confused at why you would ask the question. Probably because he didn't realize that she had that hadn't happened to you guys before in the bank area. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Well, they knew we were wearing Jacksonville stuff, so they knew we weren't from around there. Okay. Why? Why? Is it? Oh, they were playing. Oh, the Bengals. Never mind. <laughs> I thought we were in Jaguars country. I'm so sorry. No, I was Cincinnati, so off. you I fuck. I was so off. So anyways... So then we head over. We meet up with Brian. Shout out Brian Logan in the shirt. And it'd been a while since, and like you know, we go in. So we're kind of standing outside of the stadium, and then like everyone kind of starts going, starts going towards the thing, right? Oh man, it's like you really hope that they're going towards the stadium. Well, like we're we're standing in front of the stadium. We can yeah. like we can see it. But then it's that moment where you realize this is the first time I've been in a crowd of sixty five thousand people oh, since yeah. COVID. Oh yeah, I get immediately exact. And it literally hit once we started herding like sheep into this place, herding like cows. Why did we ever do this in the first place? And so Christina's like, I have to put my mask on. She puts her mask. I think everybody put their everybody we were with put their put her mask on, and there there was people with mask on. But it was again, uh, okay. 
still yeah. not comfortable with 65,000 people is a lot of people. You had that moment where you're yeah. like, still not comfortable with so this. So then, you know, we go in and we, we're fucking making our way out over there. We can stop, take a piss, whatever. And I, I to preface this, I, I, I've lost track of how many times I've watched the Jaguars lose in person. Mm-hmm. I've been going to football games since 2002 when I was old enough to, that was the first game I went to. I can't imagine it's cheap either. So It's not. Okay. It's not. And when I go to a game, I'm I'm getting good seats. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting in the nosebleeds. I'm not driving four and a half hours. Lose in style. I Correct. Yeah. I have seen them win once. It was in a playoff game in probably the worst game I've ever seen. It was a god awful game. They won. <laughs> Didn't matter. matter. They won. Didn't yeah. matter. I'm one and one in the playoffs. I think I'm like zero and fifteen all time on seeing them in person, and that's in like nine or eight or nine different stadiums. That includes Jacksonville. That includes Carolina. That includes Atlanta. That includes Nashville. That includes Baltimore. That includes Pittsburgh. That includes Cincinnati. It's too much. Uh, it's a, it includes Jacksonville. I, I've seen them lose a lot. So then we go out there, and it's Thursday night, and I'm like, uh, whatever. Then we go, we score, right? Or the, they go down, they, they miss a field goal. It's like odd, but okay. Not good. Then we oh, no, no, no. The Bengals miss oh, the a field Bengals, goal because okay, they, they're driving down the field like nothing's like. Then that we get them, we stop them, they kick a field goal, they miss. It's like uh, okay, we drive down seven nothing. All right, three and out Bengals, three and, and then we get it. I don't know if we. I don't think we scored. Then they get it. We score. We're up fourteen to nothing. Going that was on the, the awesome going into touchdown, right? going yeah. into halftime. But then it's like fourth. It's like fourth and one or something or whatever on the one, and you could have kicked a field goal and went up seventeen to nothing. You could have scored a touchdown, been twenty-one to nothing. Game changes if it's twenty-one to nothing. We we miss it. It's fourteen to nothing. I'm I'm not as excited as everyone else is. Yeah. I because mean, I know how this yeah. is going to end. And you say, Well, you're just a negative Nancy. Well, yes. I feel like if anybody's gonna be a negative Nancy and has the right to, I feel like it might be you in this. But situation. I mean I'm with Ian and I'm or with Brian Ian. and we're Jaguars fans and, and Brian's been to more games than I have. He has season tickets, so he's seen a lot more losses. But like the joke is is I don't see them win in person. And so yeah. they're all like, Oh, because the Bengals have this fucking dumb chat, it's called Who Day. Who day? Who day uh, think they're gonna beat them Bengals? And it's so stupid, right? It's yeah, it's it idiotic. Sound very catchy. And so, anyways, I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm like, this is not. I've I've seen this before. This is not. This yeah. is not gonna go well. Bengals come out, fucking drive all the way down the field like nothing. Like it was easy. Like cutting butter. Fourteen to seven. Yada yada. Long story short, we lose. We lose on a last second field goal because of course we did. Yeah, and like you think about that one field goal you missed. No, they no, we didn't miss it. They did. No, I'm talking about the fourth and one. You go. Oh yeah, seventeen. Well, like, I, but oh, it, okay. at that point though, like I, I'll even say it now, I, I don't, I don't hate going for it. You've lost eighteen at this point, eighteen yeah. games in a row. You're zero and three. Yeah. You've got to do something for a spark. I, I, I don't like the play call, but whatever. Should we have flea flicker. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. And he didn't. Trevor didn't throw it, and it, or it didn't <sighs> toss it. But whatever. Whatever. And that, that's the problem, too, is like James Robinson, they can't stop him. He's scored two touchdowns. They literally can't tackle him. He's fucking dominating, and they don't give him the ball in the fucking goddamn goal line. Whatever. Whatever. So then, like, what, you know, it's just, there comes a certain point to where, did I have a good time? Eh. And it's not, I enjoyed being around Ian. I enjoyed being around Brian. I enjoyed you know, doing something with my wife. I, mm. I did, but what did I have a good time? Can't say I did. I didn't have a bad time. I was yeah. just kind of there. You know what I mean? I was kind of just in like a form of existence because like, I'm again, I'm not over the, the Roxy stuff. 
Yeah. And like I'm just I'm just there. You're just a being. And you're like I ne- never in my life have I ever needed something good to happen to me that I've paid money for. I've never seen the Capitals win in person either. Yeah, we still need to go see it. So like today. it's not just a Jaguars thing. Like it's literally like there there's some sort of aura that I bring. <sighs> but I digress. Anyways, it is what it is, whatever. Then there's like the whole thing that happens and it's just like been the goddamn shit show of an organization and I fucking like I'm just yeah. bro, <laughs> oh it, I don't gosh. even want to get into it because then I'll fuck, I'll fucking go on a rant and it'll I'll spend the next 25 minutes talking about how much I fucking hate my football team. Like I hate them. Like it's one yeah. of those we ranted quite a bit back and forth. Yeah, I think yesterday. Like it's it's, a, it's like yeah. one of those relationships where literally only one you're in a relationship with somebody for 27 years and only one person is putting in any goddamn effort whatsoever. That's what it's like. Because I get, okay, yeah, yeah. I get nothing out of rooting for the Jaguars. Nothing, not a, a goddamn thing. You get a good time. No, I don't. You get a, uh, stories to because tell I can friend. watch them lose from home and save thousands of dollars. When it's like your argument is stop going. Why do I have to stop going and willingly giving giving them money? Why? Because now I'll back up a little bit. The majority of the games I go to are not close. They're over by halftime. So that makes it even worse, right? Yeah. Now, the closest game I've ever seen was in Nashville one time, and it was 16-14. to 14. Whatever. So this game, by, in, by all means, outside of the win, the win is always going to take precedence because it's the only one I've seen. It's a dog shit game, but they won. That's probably the best game I've seen in person. It's a fucking great game. Yeah. But I fucking was miserable. Because I'm so tired of fucking leaving a stadium or arenas and me being the guy listening to everyone else being happy. I want everyone else to be goddamn miserable for once. <laughs> like, fucking for one time. Like, I want... I mean, it's great. Oh, the, the, some of the best times I've ever had in my life is watching Kentucky beat Tennessee basketball here. And everyone is so goddamn mad. And I'm on fucking cloud nine. Yeah. It feels so fucking good for everyone else to be around you to be pissed off. Because I'm always pissed off, Jacob. <laughs> so it's nice for someone else to fucking feel that way besides me. You got the Hulk over here. He's always angry. Well, it's just like, you know. Oh, my gosh. But that, like, but that's the argument. Why should I? Why, why, why do I have like, to stop going to games? Because they can't fucking produce on a goddamn playing field. They're paid. They're millionaires. Played to, they're fucking paid to be millionaires. Yeah. Like, how can you? It is impossible. Almost impossible to have a, to have the sort of record I have in person. And it's not like I've watched them like a whole losing season. I've been going to games since 2002 across like eight or nine different stadiums. Again, yeah, think about the people who've been like have season tickets, right? They paid billions of dollars in season ticket revenue. And it's like to have several. How is it that I'm in? There's a joke too. How do you keep buying season tickets? A couple years ago, Zoe was born. So I think it might've been 2018. We were supposed to go to Jacksonville to see him play the Colts. And our plane got delayed 10 times in Knoxville. Something malfunctioned on the plane. Not something else. And then so... I feel like if that happens, I just cancel my flight. <laughs> so Christina's like, I, I am... We have... At this point, Zoe was probably a year and a couple months old. She's like, we have a year and a half year old. I do not feel comfortable getting on this plane. And like, Absolutely. honestly, it probably would have been fine. I said, you know what? Okay, let's go. So... We didn't have Zoe with us. My in-laws were watching her. And so we just made, okay, well, we'll just go out to eat and we'll go home and go to bed early. <laughs> like, that's literally what we Hell did. Yeah. Guess, guess, like, oh, no. guess who won that game? <laughs> the, the Jaguars. The Jaguars won that game. We thought they spanked the, the shit out of them, too. I, I can't remember if that was the 50-burger game or if that was just a game where they won with a bunch of field goals. I don't remember. But, of course, they won. Yeah. Because I didn't go. Oh, my God. I swear to God, man. I think it's uh, your hex. I swear it has to be your hex because it's like, this is insane. Uh, 
Yeah, because it's like they keep they keep they keep hexing the plane to make sure it doesn't take off. And like these guys aren't leaving still. It's like really, it's been eight times already. and They still haven't left. Like and honestly, the plane got there fine. They just be- it would have been. I feel like it would have been okay. Of course, it would be a tragedy. I do not condone like planes crashing. But like if the plane just like took off in like a Final Destination style situation where it just like it erupted into flames in midair, and Christine's like, we could have been on that. And then, sure, but then you spend your whole life running away from death, and it's like survivor's and, guilt. Yeah, yeah. And, or no, I mean, not just that, but just like the Final Destination movies. You yeah, can't escape death. And but like, and, and it was just it was it, it worked out whatever. Um, but there was a conversation that I had with Ian that I don't know if you're aware of. I'm going to move away from all this morbid and like depressing okay. mad shit. All right, so <laughs> it's the the finger in your butt thing, right? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. nothing nothing wrong with it. We're not going to that. Oh, okay. Whatever. You had that conversation in the end? All right. No. Well, so I'm that. saying your dog. I, I kind of got in, halfway into this conversation. April is telling Ian and Christina something. And I'm like, I think I was texting you at this point asking how Winston was doing. Again, thanks for watching my dog. No problem at all. And he was great. I, I, he's no problem. I had to go I, upstairs. When I literally to told outside, you that though. he is the easiest fucking dog in the world <laughs> he, to watch. He wouldn't listen. I was calling his name. I was like, Winston! <laughs> and I come upstairs. I'm thinking, like, he's, like, stuck in a room or something yeah. like that for somehow. And I come upstairs. He's just lounging on the couch. Yeah, he'll fucking I'm like, bro, dude, let's go inside. He's, he's just, like, uh, lounging on the couch. Like, he's like, I guess okay, I'll go. I guess. Like, this guy's back. This guess I'll guy. All right, whatever. <laughs> he's the best. He's the fucking best. He's so great. Anyways, um, so I catch halfway into this conversation. Have you ever heard of soaking? Yeah, I don't want to. Yes, I've heard of it because it's a whole thing that Mormons do. Yeah. Okay, so you're aware of it. I'm Damn it! I was hoping you weren't. I was going to explain it to 100% you. Hundred percent aware of it, and it's Ian was not aware of it. And I had to explain it to Ian at a dinner table. It's... <laughs> for everybody who doesn't know. So here's what you do: soaking for all those. I feel I feel the... good because I know something. Like yeah, it's like kind it's, of forbidden. You've got of... to. Okay, so I, would, I would bro, say... there's no warning. We yeah, we, the shit we talk about. It's not. Here. It's not even like that bad of a thing it's just kind of so the whole thing about mormons is they don't want to lose their virginity before they get married okay yeah. whatever this okay so there there's this thing it's called <laughs> you can't even like gross you can't even word. soaking all you can't even like, say it with a straight face so here's what happens a guy and a girl they get together presumably pants are off i don't i mean i assume tops are still on you can let's see them naked right no you have pajamas and you have the holes in the pajamas i mean it wouldn't surprise me so what happens is again they're not allowed to have sex before marriage yeah which is i would classify what this is is sex but okay um i'm i'm not god so i'm not not, i'm not i'm not not, you're just erect and she is erect as well and continue with your story anyways (laughs) women get erect don't even don't even look at me like that they do um, so what happens is the That's dude factual, takes his takes his dick, yeah, and he sets it inside of her. <laughs> it's such. This a is gross, how you make a baby, Jacob. It's such a gross way of explaining it. It's not how. I'm Am I wrong? It's such a gross. Am way I of wrong? <laughs> I mean, That's cr- exactly what you do. Yes, this is you the, take it and you you insert. Yeah, and. <laughs> I think of like buttermilk, and it's just so gross. Why? Man. I don't know. It's so gross. Buttermilk. I don't the know, man. Fuck is wrong with you? <sighs> so, anyways, you take this, you take your dick that is erect, and you insert it into the vagina, and you set there. It sets there and soaks. So <laughs> but that's not the end of it. So then you have a friend that is probably, I would say, a girl. It's most of the time it's a girl. I forget I, what the term is for this, but you have you guys are under the sheets soaking. <laughs> So gross, man. And your 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 girl your your friend your your girl's girlfriend or you're just friend your friend 
is jumping on the bed while you're inserted yeah, and soaking. She's generating the friction. Between and she's generating the yeah. friction, so that way you can say you did not do the thrusting. It was someone else doing it. The devil and, did not find his way into our sheets tonight, and Father. I am rolling my eyes because that is sorry. That's sex. It's just a, it's it's just a no. I know there was a thing like when I was in college. I don't know how true this was, but it was like same thing. It was you know BYU and all those like religious places. They were not doing sex in the front. They were all about the anal because yeah, they, they were still. It's, supposed, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's not you didn't. Yeah, you're still a virgin. Yeah, if you're doing it in the butt. Well, I don't know why people are so worried about the virginity and something like that. It's ridiculous. It's all about it's, being it's, pure. It is such an. But if like, let me a, let me just tell you, like, let me listen. Draconian way of thinking. I am not kink shaming anybody. Do what you want to do. But like, if you're getting ass blasted. You're n- you're not a virgin. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. You could be whatever. You, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter. Are or not. It's just you a just word. Do you, bro? You. If you want to, that's the thing. It's like if you want to call yourself a virgin, by all means, do it. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. <laughs> Nobody knows if you are or not. All right. That's literally like the big man upstairs knows. I don't give a fuck about the big man upstairs. <laughs> Facebook went down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving away from soaking. I don't want to oh talk about God, it. Anymore. It's so gross, man. Anyways, yeah. So face. Speaking of other things that are gross, Facebook did. Yeah, happen. exactly. Uh, so Facebook went down. Dude, and it's it, just like a whirlwind of news happened over, which yesterday. never happens to yeah, us. It's like never. It's yesterday. Uh, Facebook goes. If I had spent forty minutes talking about my dead dog, then I probably could have got to it earlier. That's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you got to bring the real Jake. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It was it's very. I was very emotional. Don't roll back. I was definitely not tearing up at all. It's fine. But Facebook went down, and uh, with it, Instagram and WhatsApp and fucking the other thousand things they an own. Interesting, like take on it that I didn't realize about is that like apparently there are like whole ass governments. That do a lot of their communicating to the public via Facebook and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, imagine a whole country like goes down because. Do you feel sorry for the country? Kind of, yeah. No. Because it's one of. The, Don't well, put all your eggs in one basket, Jacob. No. See, the thing if you're a goddamn is, government of a fucking country and you your sole dependency look, is on goddamn Facebook, you, have you deserve look, what happens to you. Well, you also have to look at the country that you're talking about. Don't give a shit. It's like it, not every country is Germany or China or Japan or the other States. you know first world countries there's our <laughs> i like how you don't say the united states or canada <laughs> well because it's like oh it's it's narcissistic all right We're, but we are I'm a first world of, country i am tired of everybody being like america's so great i think it's time we take a look at the mirror like every other country has done move, or does Jacob? i probably will maybe one You're day in the future i never won't i never won't so <laughs> i never won't don't even worry about it all right i don't have to be educated i'm here in america anyways but it's like you have to look at the other country that they that is dependent on these platforms because it's a, one, it's a free service to that country. Uh, and not all countries have the resources that, but it's you know, also America, a service of US, complete misinformation. Right. I mean, eh, it is what it is, you know? And, but yeah, apparently they went down at the same time that a whistleblower comes with tens of thousands of documents because her, her statement was that she wanted to bring enough evidence where people couldn't just write her off as like, Oh, this is just some She's crazy, a crazy bitch. Yeah. Some crazy bitch. Cause I mean, you look at stuff that's happened in the past, like Edward Snowden, whenever he brought all his documents forward, like they're like, well, he's just a crazy terrorist trying to do all this. It's like, no, he's just shedding light on the shady shit that like the U.S. government was behind. Or was whatever. this the same day that we found out the government was had a bunch of offshore the accounts? Exact same day that we found out, not just the U.S., but like every big country was like just hiding money wherever they now, could. Call me, um, whatever. I thought we already knew this. 
hundred percent probably did. And that's, <laughs> but that thing is, is like, it's so. It's, How do you think they got? It's not just in the movie. It's a tactic when people think like that when they say stuff like, "Oh, well, it's just always been doing that." It's a tactic to take the blame away from, take the shift to shift it to where you're not you're not thinking of this as like this evil thing that these companies, corporate countries, because we're not talking about corporations right now. Well, these countries are doing, and it shifts it to where you're like, "Oh, well, they're just doing that." It's just what <laughs> this is what countries do, you know, like <laughs> you know. Well, I don't think it's so much that is 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 the news that they have offshore accounts. Actually, news, or why was, don't we talk about? Oh, we well, found out that yeah, I don't it know. was more striking to find out that offshore accounts didn't necessarily mean like Cuba or uh, right. or like all these other like because know, the movies countries. always lead you to believe that it's yeah, the it's, fucking villains. It's always like oh, it's uh, Aruba, oh. where they're, they're tossing all the cash in Aruba or something like that. Yeah. But it actually turns out to be like South Dakota or the Dakotas in general, or they hide and have an offshore. Oh, we accounts. are pretty much well aware that Dakotas are. They, are they even part of the U.S.? I mean, yeah. Who goes to the Dakotas? We should give them back to the Native Americans. I don't even think. I think that's like one of the places we don't have any listeners is in the Dakotas. So I mean, they don't have any there. We give it back to Canada for sure. Canada, why? Uh, give it back to the Native Americans who had it first. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, you're probably right because <laughs> that's what I said that's first, another, and you just glossed over. Another thing, it's like there's so much news coming about like uh, the treatment of indigenous people, and mm-hmm. like you got Facebook, who's <laughs> the treatment of people in general. Did you see this fucking like, thing with the uh, the Iowa or Idaho governor left, and then his like the lieutenant governor who was quote unquote in charge while he was on a like governorship business in Texas. She like did all this shit about. Have you not heard about I all the heard about dude the fuckery that's going on in I, Iowa? I Bro. gotta go Google that when I get yeah. home. That's for sure. Like uh, she basic like he had to write a statement like I'm still the governor. I'm just not in Iowa. Like it was a whole shit. Like she just basically was, she signed an executive order. She, all this shit. She walks in the office. She kicks the doors open. She props her feet up on this the desk. This my shit now. I'm the captain now. This is my shit. Also, Twitch was hacked. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> so much. Bro, I know. On, dude. And it's, okay, I saw so it this morning, you, and you're like, I was like, bro, Twitch is hacking, and you're it. just like, like our account. I was like, no, all of Twitch. And <laughs> I know, because like, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess I'll take my card off there and change our passwords and stuff. And I was like, no, all of Twitch. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I started looking. But how do you feel about like the payments being out there as far as like how much people make on, oh, on Twitch? I mean, that's fine. So that's the same thing as me. I think that a lot of the discourse is coming from like the fact that. Twitch takes 50, anywhere from like 30 to 50%. I say 30, I don't even know if it's, it's probably closer to 40. We had this conversation with e- about eBay, and you th- it's like their 12% per- their twelve percent is fucking jump change to Twitch. That's but the saying. problem with Twitch is you don't get paid out for like six months, right? It, no, you get paid out every time you cross like the $100 threshold. Like, So if you don't make over $100, they don't pay you out until you make over $100, and then it resets or whatever. Oh. But the thing about it is like you're finding out that all these Twitch, all these twi- the Twitch chat or whatever is like, okay, well, maybe my Twitch streamer isn't as rich as as, as I thought they were because they had 20000 Now, that's what they're getting paid from Twitch. That doesn't count sponsorships. Oh, that's fair. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like Tim the Tap Man and whatnot. Like, yeah, sure, he made $3 million from Twitch, but he also, like... Just $3 million. Yeah. Oh, boo But that's also who? over two years, so it's like $1.5 million oh, a year. Oh, yeah. boo-hoo. So, but it's like... It, but you have you, to pay taxes on it, so it's... Yeah, and it's just like a normal it's public job. knowledge. I mean, it's still, it's not, not money to, sh- you know, like, so what's the term? Like, raise your nose at or whatever? Like, it's, it's still scoff, a lot of money. Scoff at it. Scoff at it. Like, <laughs> just a million this, this but, year. But... The thing about Facebook was I would not have known it was down had it not been like news on Twitter. Meme. Well, that oh, yeah. and it was on Twitter because like I don't have Facebook. I haven't had Facebook in five, six years. I understand. I there are I deleted my Facebook before the 2016 election happened, and I think I deleted it in like 2015. Yeah, I understand that there are people out there, uh, like shout out Ian, who need it for certain services that Facebook provides. Even though I'm kind of like 
skeptical as to why they, I mean, I'm not skeptical. I know why they did it, but it's kind of shady how they kind of like roped in certain, per, you know, businesses into the Consumerism. Facebook, you know, and it's like, okay, I get it, but you should not have a I Facebook. mean, Zach's business, his, his pedal business. It's all like Instagram, Instagram. right? So, so, I mean, luckily he has a, like a website. You don't, you can, I think you can buy from Instagram, but that's that's like, his that's his public that's his social like he chose Instagram's gonna be the one I do I'm not doing Twitter like, and you you have to have that Facebook he said he had to ha he only has the Facebook for whatever but in it. but I mean it doesn't matter it's still Facebook's Instagram I mean the shit that Facebook does and, and is doing or whatever isn't I I would say it's definitely shittier than other platforms at least as far as we know because it's been said that like oh you know because like last week it came out that like internal reports showed that their investors or whatever only saw kids as like an untapped market basically. And so it's, I'm sure that other social media companies have thought that way, but at the moment like Facebook, but at the same time, it's like those other companies are probably just as shitty. You know, it, it's, I don't know, you know, Oh, big deal. It's just Facebook. <laughs> That's just what social media does. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. it takes all your data, you know, calls you stupid and tells you to give it money. That's just it tells what, you you're fat. Yeah. All you see is the good stuff. So, so apparently, I, I missed it. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. The new Game of Thrones trailer. Yeah, it dropped, bro. Uh, House, of really House of Dragon. House of the Yeah, House of the Dragon, I think is what it is. I can't remember for sure. Are you hyped for it? It kind of looked low-key dope, dude. It looks is it, does it look dope on its own, or is there, like, the connection? Like, oh, this is part of, you know, the, the Game of Thrones. That's the thing. Is, I think from the trailer. I haven't watched it. I'll be honest with you. I probably will watch it. But I, 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 I my, 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 my me, fandom for Game of Thrones is over. Yeah, well, the, the, the trailer gave me vibes that it was like, this isn't going to just be, oh, we're making a reference to Game of Thrones to get the Game of Thrones. Well, it's a thousand it's like, years before, right? Yeah, and it, it, they, it's, so, it looks as if it's to kind of it's all the tell you the story of how the Targaryens came into power and came to hold that power and whatnot. Probably going to be a little bit more mysticism and magic. Do, you think, because, you, know, do you think that, that appetite for Game of Thrones is still here? Uh, that's the thing. It's like you're gonna have people who are like you, where the fandom kind of ruined it because it was like I, all I, you heard about was like, no, oh, bitch, no, 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 bitch, no. bitch, bitch, bitch. Don't don't let me in there. I was not one of those people that bitched and complained about. No, I'm talking about you are tired of those people who are just complaining. I was, about the but season. I also was like, you know, I had all the stuff on Blu-ray, and I was just like, I'm never gonna watch this again. Yeah, that's it was great. I loved it, but it, I loved the show, but it's not a show that I feel that I feel needs a rewatch. Like I watch Deadwood all the time. I love Deadwood. Yeah. It's only three seasons. Letterkenny, Always Sunny. Those are shows that I watch. Peaky Blinders. Those are shows that I watch repeatedly. Repeatedly. It's not, it's, it does. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is definitely not one where you can just jump in. Like, let me watch season three. You can if you've already seen it. Eh. It's one of those things where I want to go back. If I'm going to there are certain it, episodes that I would catch everything. I mean, I've got HBO now or whatever it is. And so like, Max, Max, right? HBO Max. I want to filter the episodes on boobies. I just want to see only episodes with boobies in them. So which is like all of them. Almost all <laughs> of them, except for like the last season. Um, but like, there's a couple episodes that I would like. I would sit down and watch on on their own merit, mm -hmm. but not a full on rewatch. But like, I, I enjoyed I it. I enjoyed Game of Thrones. I enjoyed my time with it. I'm not going to read the stories. I'm not interested in anything. I definitely think that the fan base ruined it as far as like complaining about the eight seasons. Like, okay, it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Fine, then whatever. But it was just like, it's still to this day, there's several subreddits who are just like, oh, the Game of Thrones say season eight was bad. It was like, get the okay, fuck we get over, it. dude. Like, it's, and it's been so many years. They didn't. Uh, 
you know, I, I say many times, I try not to be a hypocrite when it comes to that sort of thing. And I think that you can criticize something and that should be respected, right? Yeah. But I think there is a line where uh, there are people that just hate everything just simply because. Okay. I say all that because I, I have been on record on multiple podcasts on both ours and other people's. I've not loved the MCU post Spider-Man post Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney Plus shows or whatever. I've not hated anything that they've done since then. Yeah. None of the Disney Plus shows. I think people misinterpret when I pick apart things. I understand that I'm a lot harder to please when it comes to things I'm very intimately knowledgeable about. Um, just like that's why like I am so hyped for a Moon Knight show, but I am probably not going to like it. Uh, that's fair. Because I'm just going to tear it apart. Anyways, I, out of everything that has we've seen so far... What if was the one where I was super I was super excited. I was, I was with you. I cannot tell you how <laughs> utterly disappointed and bored I was with the majority of the show. It's over now. And I'm just like Don't bring it back. Not they okay. will. Nine episodes and only one of them I thought was any worth its merit. Was even worth telling to me. Yeah. That's my opinion. I and it's not that like I the animation thought it was good. A lot of the actors are not the same actors, so like you notice that immediately, and it throws me off. Some of them are okay. Some of them are very noticeable. The guy that t- plays Tony Stark does not sound like Robert Downey oh, yeah. Jr. at all. I don't even think they got character model right for him. Like, and so there's like a lot of those. And like when it was first announced, it was like only these two people, and then it's like fucking half the MCU is not even in there. Yeah. So, th- anyways, but my issue stems from the fact that I don't think any of the stories that they told were interesting. I didn't think any of them yeah. were interesting. And that's obviously, I get it. That's me. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat where it was like very, it was, uh, again, it, it was fine. Exactly. It was like, it, it was cool seeing some of, some of the episodes. Others, it was just honestly just like a retelling of the same story, just uh, with, a, with a little bit of a twist. Like there was a little bit of a gender bin here. Uh, you got, uh, I just, it know, was, it didn't feel, Ian says it correctly. He's like, it was very safe. And I'm like, well, yeah, if, that's okay. A great point. Yeah. And, but that doesn't make it good because something is safe. Uh, that's the thing is like, I was looking at the trailer for it. I was like, go batshit with it, dude. Yeah. Go, go crazy. That's what it. I expected. Show me, show me Tony Stark is like uh, a plankton from SpongeBob and he's, <laughs> he's fucking Sandy. He's or something. fucking, I don't know. You know, it's like, show me something crazy. Go off the walls with it, dude. I mean, the like, stuff with Ultron have, is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. That that the the anime battle as you called it or whatever. I hated it. I told you stellar, that was, dude. That was that the part was I hated so the most. I, I sent you a message. I was like, it was a pretty good episode, minus the stupid ass anime it battle. So much, man. And you're like, bro, I loved it. And I'm it like, but again, so I respect it because it was different. Absolutely. I didn't like it, but I respected it because it was different. And there is, I was telling you before we started recording, there is a part in episode nine that it feels like they completely like didn't air an episode because like. There's a whole character that is important in the ninth episode that you've. It literally just feels like, oh, here we go. We're just gonna put her here, and there's no explanation because episode nine. Little bit of mid spoilers here. Episode nine is a culmination of the first eight episodes you've seen. So like, you're told, oh, these are what if stories. What if that? What if? But really, what they're doing is it's one long narrative that comes together at the very end. But there's a character, and all the characters you've seen so far are in there, except for one that you've not heard hide nor hair about the entire time. And it's just like, where did this come from? Yeah. And it's just like, 
Okay. And out of left field. Very. You know. Out of left field. Here comes Gomorrah with Thanos' sword. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why? <gasps> or what if that is where she went after the end of Endgame? I mean, they don't explain it. But, like, they're, 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 didn't she disappear? She disappeared at the end of Endgame. Huh? She disappeared at the end of Endgame, Died. right? Well, no, she died in Endgame, yes, but then the one Gamora that came back or whatever... Is a different Gamora. Is a different Gamora, but she disappears. So I'm thinking she's, she snatched Thanos' sword and she showed up. I mean, up maybe. They don't, they don't explain it again. Yeah, it's They like, don't it's explain it. They don't explain anything as far as I go. So I it's, yet, but, but you know, there was a... There was a, a um, they Before the show came out, they're like, only one episode was deemed too scary, and it was, what if Spider-Man became a spider? And it's like, why is that scary? You have zombies. Yeah. And there's literally the animated cartoon in 1994 had a part, had a fucking Spider-Man. Like, it's, it's fucking, uh, bro, it's I haven't seen Shang-Chi yet. And it's, I mean, I'm going to wait for a couple on streaming service. I don't feel as, as I've had a bunch, almost to the point to where too many people are telling me how great it is that I'm just like, mm, that feels like recency bias. I need like, let's reevaluate that in three months and see how you really feel about it. Maybe you do like it. Because there's been movies where like, oh man, I enjoyed that. And then the more I thought about it, the more I hated it. So, Oh, I did see a TikTok where it was like, uh, Iron Man's death, he died in every single episode. And so like, Iron Man's death was a nexus point. Does he? So, yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't know. The TikTok said it did. I don't he's not in the first episode. I didn't fact he's check He's not the in TikTok. the first episode. I didn't fact check. First TikTok. episode, he's okay. not alive. Exactly. It's Howard Stark. Not Tony Stark. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again yeah, now. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't fact check this TikTok, okay? I just went on her word, okay? Again, gullible AF. 